podcast. Today is a little bit of a different episode. Jalen isn't here uh, with me as usual because we are doing a field station focused podcast episode. So we are here with our special guest, Zach Fox, the sustainability coordinator. Hello. If you're a longtime listener, then you will know that we do a 40 questions segment with our guests for our episodes but today we are doing a little bit of a shortened version it's going to be 20 questions and instead we're going to talk a little bit about the field station and working there and just all the the cool stuff that it has to offer but let's get right into it so zach for students who may not know what is your role as sustainability coordinator uh, so it's kind of a broad job with a lot going on, um, but my general goal is to make Hiram more socially and environmentally sus- sustainable um, and to involve students as much as possible in the process. So there's a lot of data collection um, on various campus systems and then using that to inform decisions, um, working with the Sustainable Development Committee and the Environmental Action Crew on different projects, sustaining projects that already exist, Uh, And then I do a lot of work at the field station with student engagement, so running events and activities out there. Nice. So you also went to Hiram. So as a student, what made you pick Hiram? Uh, I chose Hiram specifically for the field station. Um, I wanted (laughs) to study environmental studies or biology uh, and do ecological research, and that was just the perfect place. I grew up in Canton, so it was just an hour away. and yeah it has so many resources for such a small student body so it was really the perfect place Mm -hmm. i agree and what was the process of you becoming involved with your position after you graduated yeah so i worked uh i graduated in 2021 and i worked all four years at the field station and then i uh, co-founded and then helped run the sustainable development committee and we had put out a large proposal Um, that we thought would help improve campus sustainability. So after I graduated, I had a three-month, just over the summer, gap year position at the field station, continuing my land stewardship work. And then when that was about to end, uh, Judy Meiskins, who was the VP of Academic Affairs at the time, just reached out to me saying they want to finally hire a sustainability coordinator, which we hadn't had before, but most colleges have, and wondering if I was interested. So I said, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. And while you were a student, what were you involved with besides like the field station and founding a <laughs> a subsection of the of Student Zenit? Uh, yeah, so I was also involved in Environmental Action Crew, um, and I was the president of that for a couple years. And those kind of things took up a lot of my time, but I did some other stuff. I was um, in the honors program. I was uh, part of the Habitat for Humanity. Went on one of their trips. Um, I think that's kind of all. What do you think is the biggest learning experience you've ever had? Uh, The biggest learning experience I ever had, probably, so during my junior year, this was like a little bit before Sustainable Development Committee was an official thing, but we were, a group of students wanted to have a compost program on campus, which we now have, but... um, we were just kind of 
unsure of how to do that. Um, but we went through the whole process and it took like a year and a half to two years. Um, of, but really just having to slow down and think about like, all right, how is this actually going to work? Who do we need permission from? How do we maintain volunteers? All the tiny steps that you don't always think about. Um, and that's helped me in the future or now in my position with project planning, being able to do that. When do you find yourself the most inspired? Definitely when I'm working with other people that are also excited about a project. If I'm just by myself or if I'm with people that don't really care, then it can be a drag. But when you're with a group of people that are really excited, um, yeah, I would work for hours and hours <laughs> extra just to keep that up. Yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of people yeah. feel that. What is your favorite thing about Hiram? Um, I think just like the beautiful area we're in. Um, mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, a rural campus, obviously, and we have a ton of great places. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is hike and just explore outside. So besides the field station, just three miles away, we have the Grand Oak Trail on campus. Yeah. We have woods that you can't necessarily explore but are beautiful to drive through, tons of nature preserves and parks within a couple miles, a national park not too far away, a lot of tiny organic farms. So it's just a really pretty area. What is one thing that you wish you knew while you were in college? I think uh, that I don't have to know everything. I've always been obsessed <laughs> with trying to learn everything about everything. And I was really disappointed towards my senior year that like I wasn't going to be able to take all the classes I wanted to take. And now after two years in this position or almost two years i've been learning just as much as i did when i was in school um so just realizing i have time to keep learning things what have you been reading recently uh right now i'm reading two books one is on food and cooking which is a very dense but also really well written and easy to read book just about food science uh and the other is go down moses by william faulkner which is a novel about a family in pre and post Civil War Mississippi. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite location on campus? That might be a tough one. Does the field station count as campus or are we going on main campus? I would say that the field station is campus, okay. yeah. Um, then specifically, one spot at the field station I always say is my favorite. Uh, it's off trail across Silver Creek. Um, then there's like this huge 100 foot bluff along the creek that you can just sit there in silence and watch the water go by yeah that's awesome so take note take note <laughs> of, the, of the spot what was the last movie that you saw at the movie theater i think it was the french dispatch i haven't been to the movie nice. theater in a while i saw that too yeah that was a great movie that was a good one what are some Hiram traditions that resonate with you so Sugar Day, uh, we know it now is kind of a day of scholarship, and it's when people present their capstones and other presentations. Uh, and when I was a freshman, it was a day of uh, community service. But about 103 years ago, I think, 102 years ago, uh, it was a day when so all the farms around here would tap sugar maples to get sap and boil it down to syrup because we're one of the biggest producing areas for that in the world. And so they would need help and when the sap was running which you can't really predict 
uh, then students would just get a day off of school and they would be sent to go and help collect all the sap. Um, so we sort of continue that tradition on a very small scale now. Uh, the field station works with Hiram Christian Church to uh, tap maple trees in a local woods, collect the sap, and then a lot of it goes to Goodell Farm uh, and is boiled down and sold by the church to go to a charity. Um, but we keep some of it and boil it down into maple syrup ourselves at the field station each year. So that's just a fun uh, thing to do in itself, a good way to get out in the woods and get maple syrup at the end. But I just love its connection to 100-year-old Hiram tradition as well. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I can't, mm. I can't wait for that to start. Yeah. Are you a morning or night person? My whole life I've been a morning person. Now it's like a 50-50. Some mornings <laughs> I can't get up. Some mornings I do all my work within an hour, so I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> what is your favorite book? Uh, right now I'm going to say Gathering Moss by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Um, she's uh, from the Haudenosaunee Nation, um, an indigenous person, and is also a botanist. And she has done a ton of work on moss ecology, which most people don't look at. And it's just a beautifully written book that is really inspiring. Moss is so cool. It is. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of species of mm -hmm. moss. People just think it's kind of green carpet, but it's there's a lot of variety there. If you could have dinner with one person from history, who would it be? So I'm going to say Jesus. I'm not a religious person, but I think he just seems like a really cool person. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, there's, he's so focused on in so many cultures. So I'd like to see what he was actually like. Get the real, the real scoop. Yeah. <laughs> to connect with Hiram students more, what is one thing that you want all students to know? Uh, something I try and get across is just like the campus grounds and the field stations and everything is for the Hiram students. So go outside, spend time out there enjoy it um being outside like there's so many psychological studies showing that being outside and being in nature is so good for your mental health so do what you can to get outside and if you don't feel comfortable with that like don't hesitate to reach out to me because i that's part of my job is getting students to the field station and just enjoying nature in general so reach out mm -hmm. that's a big big transition that i've had since high school coming to Hiram is that high school you're kind of indoors all day yeah with a very sliver of a chance to like be outside i mean you have more of a chance to be outside like in elementary school for recess yeah. but now now it's like we have all these opportunities some classes are outdoors right it's awesome <laughs> so what do you like to do to get outdoors <laughs> i i mean i just love being outdoors and i hate being indoors so mm -hmm. um i do a lot of hiking um and I do foraging, gardening, camping, hammocking, just laying on the ground. Uh, yeah. A anything I do indoors, I try and do outdoors. Just everything. Yeah. <laughs> and what about, like, getting outside in the in the wintertime? Because I know I, I've been kind of struggling with that, like, recently and, like, last semester, at the end of the semester. Yeah, it's definitely hard. And, like, I, I have seasonal affective disorder, so it's – a struggle sometimes um one thing is i think and as i've studied kind of biology and ecology more realizing that 
not everything is just dead in the winter and so the more time you spend outside and you if you look closely you'll see things are still happening you'll see footprints in the snow and you'll see little green things popping up so that's a really fun thing to look for um and you know there's not as much to do but still hiking and you can do cold weather camping and things but it's just about being prepared so making sure you have enough layers that you have good footwear and socks um and you know the proper if you're going to try camping you want a good sleeping bag and stuff like that but um yeah in the future i hope to actually host some more um cold weather outings just to give people a chance to learn that kind of thing as well yeah that'll be good what is your go-to snack at the bistro so i don't know if they still have it but because i haven't gone to the bistro quite as much recently but when i was a student they had mac and cheese bites Uh, i think they still have okay yeah those are good (laughs) who is the funniest person you know uh so I don't know if everyone thinks he's the funniest person. Probably not. But my friend Henry, who I went to school with, um, we have the exact same sense of humor. So we just bounce off of each other and crack each other up. You just you got to have that, that oh, yeah. one person. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, what is your favorite thing about working with the field station? There's just so much that goes on out there. Such a variety of things because, you know, there's working directly with animals. There's working with plants there's like you know maintenance skills woodworking and stuff there's so and there's 550 acres out there there's so much going on that it's never the same thing every day um and you just meet really cool people out there because everyone out there wants to be out there um so no one's really bored Mm -hmm. so it's just fun and that is the perfect transition to talk about working at the field station uh, in a little bit of my experience and uh, in your experience. So for me, I am a first-year student, and I just started working at the field station. Uh, I was I started last fall, so it's kind of been like, it's kind of been maybe a semester so far. I don't, I don't know. I think I started in September or so. Um, so I've I've been working in the animal care section, and uh, for our listeners to know a little bit of uh, what we do in the animal care uh, area at the field station is we we care for injured and orphaned wildlife. Uh, there's all kinds of little guys that constantly are coming in. Uh, right now, we're in a little bit of like a lull, like there's a little bit of a pause, not, not as many coming out. We just had baby possums recently, and I, we just got, um, he's a, a barred owl, Barry the barred owl, and we just had a red-shouldered hawk. Is he still there? Do you know if the red shoulder's still there? I'm actually not sure, but I think so. Last I checked. Probably. So we we got a we got a, a variety of of guy, mm-hmm. a little guys there, and we also have some resident animals that we use as well for uh, wildlife education and outreach uh, for uh, little kids in the area. Uh, there's Mystery the pigeon and Rooney the duck. Of course, Rooney mm-hmm. is is a resident favorite. He's a mal- male mallard duck. And we also have uh, some bunnies. There's Skipper and all kinds of just little guys running around and a whole bunch of tanks of, of other people, of, of people, of, of, yeah. of little guys, of, of our friends. They're, like w- Once you work there, like you kind of establish a little bit of a relationship with the, the animals. So I, we also do um, tank cleaning and just routine maintenance, health checks with things like that. We 
There's a lot of turtles, uh, some frogs, little reptile amphibious stuff in tanks. So we clean the tanks and make sure they're doing well. And there's also a whole duck house of endangered ducks. Do you know the, the exact species? I don't remember. Uh, white-winged wood ducks. Yes, they are in the whole the big duck house, and those are an endangered species uh, located from Southeast Asia, I believe. Mm. And in partnership with the Akron Zoo, we have them in this really cool, just like, just whole duck house, like dedicated to, just think of a greenhouse, but dedicated to ducks. <laughs> and we take care of them. We do, we feed them, do health checks and scrub their areas, clean their areas, make sure they're doing, they're doing good. And we care for that endangered species uh, just at like that, because that's what we do. Like we're, we're making sure that, that that species is is thriving and doing well uh, in partnership with the Akron Zoo. So that way it lessens their load a little bit with all the animals they have. But we get to enjoy that that here with um, learning a bit more about their species and also having that that fulfillment of taking care of a species that otherwise wouldn't have we would not have a chance of seeing it, and otherwise wouldn't have a chance to maybe thrive the way that it is i don't know if there's anything i should say anything else working in animal care okay okay and then uh as a former animal you did you work oh you worked in animal care and land i i didn't work in animal care at all okay and as a former uh student worker at the field station uh what did you do as an employee so starting my freshman year, I was a land conservation steward. Um, so my main focus was, well, there wasn't really a main focus. We did so much stuff, but on ecological restoration and maintaining ecological health. So we did um, a lot of invasive species management, invasive plant species management. Uh, we did uh, trail maintenance on our five miles of hiking trails. Um, we helped establish a 20-acre grassland, the Hills Vista grassland, which is still an ongoing project. Um, a lot of just landscaping and maintenance, basically whatever anyone needed help with, um, we would work on that. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into that with a lot of opportunities for trying new things. So um, Henry and I uh, started our freshman year a study on beech leaf disease, which was a newly discovered tree affecting American beaches, and we were interested in it, and so we were able to start up a research project, and so we worked on that as well, monitoring forest health. I also helped a little bit with the research program. I mean, I did a little bit of everything. I did do some animal care help. I helped with a couple nature camps, um, but I did a bit with research as well, so doing... Uh, snake boards, salamander boards, uh, salamander and frog vernal pool samples, uh, our abiotic studies and electrofishing studies at uh, Eagle Creek, uh, some butterfly surveys. There's a whole lot of research that goes on, and I did just a little bit of each. Um, and then also working up at the Northwoods Field Station, um, we went on a few research and work trips each year up there. Um, just basic maintenance and then doing uh, salamander surveys up there. There's uh, in the one nearby stream, there's mud puppies, which are like a foot long salamanders that oh. hide under rocks. They're <laughs> awesome. Uh, 
and uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Where is the, the Northwoods location again? So Northwoods is in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, we have a field station there, which is a primitive kind of uh, off-grid camp that was started in the 70s. There's this large, beautiful lodge that was handmade by students with no power tools except a chainsaw and six sleeping cabins. It's in the Hiawatha National Forest um, on a small property that we own right on a small lake. And it's just a few miles away from Lake Superior and Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore. So absolutely beautiful place up there. And there's chances for students to get up there throughout the year, hopefully more coming up. We're actually taking a group of students up in a week and a half or two weeks for a trip. There's going to be two to four feet of snow. We got cross-country skis and snowshoes, and it's (laughs) going to be a blast. That sounds awesome. And stay tuned on the Hiram TikTok for a a little video of that. Uh, we're gonna have one of our our social media ambassadors attending that trip and gonna give us some good content. So after hearing about land stewardship, animal care, and all the cool stuff that the field station has to offer, how do how can students get involved with the field station? So there's a lot of wor- work opportunities. Um, But I guess before I get into that, I'll just mention if you're not interested in working out there, um, there are other ways to get involved. It's, you know, it's open to the public and it's definitely open to students. So if you just want to go out and hike um, or hammock or have a good time, you're welcome to do that. Um, And there's also some, you know, we have bonfire pits and we have some camping sites, which you need to get permission to use, but you're welcome to use that. And then I run a lot of events. So, um, there's going to be a salamander camp out where we camp out overnight and then look for salamanders all night coming up soon. There's not an official date for that, but within the next couple months, um, the apple cider festival, a ton of guided hikes. So there's a lot of ways to get involved with that. Just keep an eye out on Hiram highlights for those events. Um, now if you wanted to work out there, there are, uh, student workers in animal care, stewardship, and grassland management throughout the year. Uh, And the best way to get involved is at the beginning of the year at the uh, job fair. There's always a booth for that. Um, But if you're interested now, you can reach out. Probably the best person is Rebecca Moore. um, And she can give you the application if there are still positions open. And over the summer, there's a lot of internships, which are full-time, 40 hours per week, um, with a pretty good stipend and free housing and um, those are in the land stewardship animal care uh, grassland management GIS uh, there's usually a um, education and community outreach one running camps but that's a little in flux right now Um, and then there's several research ones Uh, we have Sarah maybe who's working on flying squirrel research uh which yeah it's pretty cool uh carol kircher is doing microplastics in freshwater fishes jim kircher is doing uh he's doing uh like remote sensing and weather stations out at the field station and i think that's all we have officially now there might be a couple other research things but there should be uh applications sent out within the next month i believe So keep an eye out for that, and you can apply if you're interested in working over the summer. 
take a little bit of a break here from our questions and we're going to introduce a new segment of the podcast. Uh, it is called Sustainable Terriers and for this portion of the podcast, me, Lena Ross, will be providing Hiram students with new and fun ways to incorporate sustainability and eco-friendliness into our lives on campus with a quick tip. So our tip of the week will help you do something every college student loves, saving you money. Did you know that dryer sheets release chemicals into your clothes, which then go into our waterways. Not to mention those chemicals also go into the air in your home and are even released outdoors. Although these chemicals might make your clothes smell good, dryer sheets are not compostable or recyclable, and they will never biodegrade in the landfill, creating more single-use trash that forever haunts the planet. An alternative is dryer balls. Dryer balls can be made of plastic or wool materials and do a great job reducing wrinkles in your clothes and the amount of time drying. I found my plastic ones at Dollar Tree, and you can find many more at your local grocery or department store. And the most sustainable and long-lasting option is wool dryer balls, of course, which can even add a scent boost with a few drops of your favorite essential oils. Wool dryer balls are reusable and made of renewable resources, so they help your wallet and the planet. So you say that you plan a lot of events on campus. Is there anything interesting coming up that you want to sneak peek? Yeah, so uh, a few things. Sustainable Development Committee has been working really hard on a few projects, and one of the really exciting ones to me is a thrift store, uh, which is going to be located on campus, uh, and it was just approved by the president's cabinet, so they're going forward with the steps to making that a reality, and that's going to be a great way to prevent waste, and also get students really inexpensive things that they might need and might not be able to afford, and just be a fun place on campus to hang out and go thrifting. We've got the thrift store and the bar coming to the KC basement. Yes, it's going to be a cool place. Um, and then I'm working with Julie Hild in OCI and a couple other uh, groups on campus to have an Earth Day Fair, um, which is an older Hiram tradition that was you know, before COVID. And it was usually a bit smaller, but we're going all out this year. And um, I think sustainability, oftentimes we think of it as like a, a sacrifice or a struggle, or it's just depressing, but it can also be a celebration. So we're going to have fun, um, have a bunch of uh, games and demonstrations and um, collective art pieces, chalk drawing, some food we're hoping live music if anyone so if anyone's listening and they play music and they want to play for us then uh let me know but that's going to be april 21st from noon to four with um a couple other events in the preceding days and the day after yeah and thank you so much for coming on and talking about all the things that you do of course happy to talk to you thanks for listening and talk to you soon terriers mm -hmm.